Hello. Hello. Okay. We ready. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Kendra Matthews, and I want to say Happy New Year's. This will be the first episode of the year 2023. So today we have a special guest, Jasmine Strong. Before I start interviewing her on her questions, I will be sharing a bio about her. Jasmine is currently attending college to receive her bachelor's degree in fine arts dance. She is also interested in fashion as she continues to pursue her crochet business, Jasmine Creations. Jasmine loves to network and connect with individuals to share ideas. She hopes to become a mentor soon to guide, inspire, and motivate people to the best of their abilities. Everyone, let's give it up for Jasmine Strong. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much, Kendra, for this opportunity. Um, Because this is my very first podcast, I'm really excited, especially to talk about the topic of bullying. So thank you for having me on here. Thank you for joining with us. So um, today's episode will be called witness experience of bullying so are you ready for your questions jasmine yes i'm ready okay define what a witness of bullying is in your own words um in my opinion a witness of bullying is definitely a bystander someone who watches a situation from a different perspective so you're seeing it Um, Not that it's necessarily happening to you or you're the one doing it, of course, but you're actually a witness, of course. And so to even see that is like very hurtful because in that moment, you have to think fast, honestly, like whether or not you want to intervene or you just stand there because either way you're involved just from watching it happen. Exactly. Thank you so much. What a great answer to that question number two what did you do to help the victim that was getting bullied um I remember I once I didn't necessarily like um like intervene in the situation but I did report it and I think it's because when I was um in middle school that was my very first time witnessing someone uh, get bullied like firsthand and I was very nervous about whether or not I should, you know, go up to the person that was doing the bullying and say something to them. I think my biggest fear was escalating a situation. So instead of doing that, I thought that, of course, it was the right idea to go and just report it. And, of course, let, like, you know, the staff or security take matters into their own hands. Exactly. I feel that um, even sometimes, even when we don't intervene into the situation, it's also other um, safer ways to get help for that person. So I really appreciate you even stepping in um, and reporting that because some people would have even been scared to report it. But that was also another great way to help that individual because you don't necessarily have to step in. Yes. That's another thing too. Like you don't even have to report it and say your name. You can do it anonymously. That's one thing I did like about my uh, middle school is that they had this program called BFZ, which stood for violence free zone. And it was interesting because you can go into the actual security guards office and like, maybe like write them a little letter. You didn't have to put your name on it, but you did have to state, you know, who was involved in the situation. 
But the letter, of course, you didn't have to say it, it came from so-and-so. But um, it was so that, you know, you could be safe so that if you did um, witness someone, you know, being bullied, you could report it. But you didn't have to necessarily involve yourself in a situation. But just to make sure that the person who is being bullied is safe enough, you know, to uh, have the staff members deal with that. Because, of course, a lot of times people that are bullied won't say anything because they fear the person that are doing the bullying to them. Exactly. Girl, look at you. You giving all types of insights and tips <laughs> answering these questions. Okay. So the next question is, what did you feel when seeing someone get bullied? Man, it was, it was very, like, for me, it wasn't shocking because I always, you know, like watch like movies sometimes and you, you see it, but like in face to face type of situation, like in person, I was very hurt for someone. Like, I remember there was a moment they were getting picked on for, like, the clothes they were wearing or, like, just because they were different. And this actually happened to someone that they used to be friends with. Like, they were getting bullied by their friend group. And I felt like that was so crazy to me because even it can happen to people that you're close to. There's no definition of a bully. And so I think it can happen if you're just, you know, constantly trying to pick at someone. But... The thing is, this person that was getting bullied, they actually knew these people, but because they didn't want to do something, I think it was like a, a huge disagreement between their entire friend group. But when one person decides to, you know, take another route, now all of a sudden they're looked at as the problem. So it kind of had her thinking that she wasn't good enough. And I think I would just remember just um, trying to like comfort her because she went into the bathroom and I remember going into the bathroom after her, you know, just trying to comfort her while she was crying. I didn't really necessarily ask what happened because, of course, she knew that I was standing there. I didn't want to reheat up the moment, but to just give her, like, you know, the attention she needed that someone cares about her. Because I think that's important, too. Like, when a person is bullied, they don't necessarily think that someone cares about them. They don't see that because they're constantly getting talked about or picked at. So I think they just need extra attention and love. So that's what I kind of was able to provide to her, even though at the time I was still young. I didn't understand a lot. I at least knew that specific thing, like at least at the bare minimum to just show more love or give someone attention who truly might have needed it in that moment or that situation that they faced. Exactly. And that was real good. Also, um, what I want to key in on is when you said like the book, the person that was bullying her was somebody that she knew. See, majority of the times it'd be people that we don't even know. Um, that's just like, you know, they may be a popular person or like well-known and they think they can like go around and just pick on people. But that is also a good point that you made was that it was somebody that she knew and that, you know, she was real cool with. And that is something that will cause like even it to hurt more because like, dang, you supposed to be this friend. We supposed to be close, you know, this and that, you know, things about me. I know private things about you, but then that even makes to hurt words so while you you up here snapping jasmine you uh, I'm just, uh. <laughs> okay so um the next question is what were some of the things spoken towards that victim that was getting bullied man i just remember okay so we can still stay on the topic of this person being bullied by their friends um they were just coming at her like oh that's why i went to your house and did this and did that like you know kind of exposing exposing who this person was, I guess, or how they really felt about her the whole time that they were friends. 
kind of just saying like, oh, we never really cared about you anyway. Like this really don't matter to me since you decided to go another way or doing what you want to do. You fake, you know, kind of like that type of stuff that it was just like it made it seem like they just really didn't want to be her friend, but pretended to be in the first place. And so the whole entire argument was, I mean, she really didn't like say anything or respond. She just kind of said, okay, but you can tell when a person is like drained from a situation. Cause that's what it seemed like it was happening. She couldn't even respond because that's probably how hurtful it was to her for her to go into the bathroom crying. But her friends were just like, yeah, definitely picking at her. Um, and kind of like exposing her faults from her past or things that they knew, like secrets about her, just blurting them out for everybody to hear. Wow, that is, uh-uh, that is just insane. Um, that's why I believe also like even um, like when living in a society, when being different, which being different is OK. And just because you don't wear those materialistic clothes, it doesn't mean that you're different from everybody else. Um, I just feel like that that is what make the makes the situation even worse. Like you having people around you that's negative too. Like you already, um, let's say like not um, at your full capacity to knowing who you are but then you have negative people around you and then you have a negative environment that's why sometimes we have to watch who we like are around in our environment because everybody is not um out for the right things or want positive things for you so you have to literally just check and make sure you checking your circle and you checking your environment even when being in bad environments you have to like find a way to cope with that so like what are some things that you had um that you like personally went through jasmine what were some things that you had to do that helped you cope through those situations or experiences? I think the best thing that I ever did was learn to be okay with loving myself and being alone. And the reason why I say that is because I think also at times people think that they need to have a huge group of friends or someone always there. But if you don't understand the value of what it means to be by yourself, and because when you're by yourself, then you know who you are, you know what you're capable of you reach your fullest potential because you're literally your own person, you know, like, and there's no one else around. So only you know yourself better than other people might know you. So that's where the self-love comes in there. That's where the self uh, value, the worth, understanding your worth comes in at and comes into play so that no one can, you know, take that away from you at the end of the day, no matter how hard they might try. But it's easier said than done. And so I think for me, it was a, a journey, like a learning experience when I will fall off with people. But as I mentioned, of course, I never was bullied. But what I went through, it forced me to be alone in my past. And so I eventually became, you know, OK with that. And I think that maybe that's something a lot of people can try is even though it might seem like it sucks to be alone, sometimes that might be what you actually need to really figure out how it is that you can uh, better care for yourself because you, you no one will love you more than you will love yourself. I mean, you have to practice that self-love first before you expect to seek it from other people. Exactly. Yeah, that's real good. And uh, most importantly, uh, we're actually really not alone because God is with us. Amen. Yep. Yeah, God, yeah, 
<laughs> yep, God is with us. Like like you said, sometimes we um we have to be alone because those are the times that like we have to learn like what we like about ourselves, what we don't like, what we still have to work on. Um and it's just so many things that you grow on your own with being alone. I'm not saying you're going to always be alone because right. it's a season and time for everything. Right. But like if, during that season, when you're alone, you just have to be prepping for what God wants you to do. Like reading your word, praying to God, like, God, what you want me to do in this season? Um, what can I do to help somebody? Or what do you want me to do in my own to help me grow? So then when it's my time to help somebody, I could be ready to like give. Yes. And Ooh. you also have to make sure that just because you're alone, you're not becoming cold hearted. Because I think yeah. people take that to like an extent as well. They're thinking, oh, I don't have nobody around me. So now I don't mess with nobody. No, you take time alone so that you can realize who you are and who you need to become for yourself. So then that way, when you put yourself around other people, you're not wavered, especially like when it comes to walking with God, like wavered in your faith or anything like that, because you have to know the worth that you carry. Of course, God is definitely always with us. So God is actually going to help us understand our value. And so when you develop that relationship with God, then, of course, being alone is not as scary as people might think. But it's not to make you become cold hearted or to make it seem like you're standoffish by just not dealing with anyone. It's actually, like you said, for a season, there's a season for everything. So there's a time where, of course, you might have friends or you might think that you should always be around people. But there's also a time where God will allow you to see you know, that you need to actually be by yourself so that you can realize something because everybody goes through something at a different point of time, but everybody's situations are always not the same as well. So it's like you really have to determine and, and discern in the moments what it is that you truly need or what God is trying to show you. Yeah, girl, look at we we didn't start preaching. OK, girl. <laughs> so since, since we on preaching, let me share with y'all Psalms 139, 14, the King James Version, which said, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thine works and that my soul knoweth right. So we have to know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made through God. Mm hmm. Oof, okay, girl, I beat and start preaching. Let me get on this last question. <laughs> okay, so question number five. So what is some advice you can give someone um, who has witnessed bullying so they can help the victim? Um, never be scared to speak up against what you know is wrong. And I say that because, like I mentioned, you can easily report it anonymously by telling um, someone, you know, who can take care of the situation. Just tell them, this is what I saw today concerning so-and-so. Um, I really don't think this is a situation that just should be taken lightly. Um, if you can, try the best to intervene as soon as possible and then give a description of what happened. And then say, I really would respect it if you do not mention that I'm the one that came to tell you. Just tell them that you know about it. And that you're willing to take matters into your own hands because it was reported. That's how you know the situation is bad. Or, like I said, it depends on the situation. Sometimes people do, like, intervene and say, hey, you know this is wrong. Like, why are you picking on somebody? You know that this is not okay. Like, you're bullying somebody, and I don't think that you should be doing that. If that's the case, if you have a problem with them, you should take it up to someone that you're having the um, issue with. But make sure that you're not doing it in a way that's hurting their feelings. There's a way to tell somebody something without necessarily bullying them. 
Like, I feel like people that naturally bully people are just, you know, insecure because why do you feel like you have to pick on someone else? And so I think the part is on the behalf of those who are watching to really speak up and do not let that, you know, not necessarily just affect you, but, and then you walk away, but um, just really speak up about what you see is wrong because no one will learn from whatever it is if nobody speaks up and talks about it. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Um, everybody, this has been such a great podcast. Um, make sure that you all tune in for more. But before we end this, Jasmine, what can um, people reach you on your social media so they can hear more about um, your crocheting business, Jasmine Creations? Yes. So I'm currently uh, working on adjusting another website that I wanted to have. And really the goal is to get it set up this year. Um, but as of right now, my social medias are Jasmine Strong. Um, so J-A-S-M-Y-N-E-S-T-R-O-N-G. Um, and that's all together, no spaces or anything. But all of my socials as Facebook and Instagram, I'm just now getting back on TikTok where you can see a lot of my um, different crochet creations and I am looking forward to collaborating with more individuals and even finding, you know, models and stuff. So please feel free to reach out to me, anyone, if that's something that is of interest to you. And as well as even giving me ideas, like I said, I'm always willing to take ideas from other people and as well as work with others and collaborate. So yes, definitely feel free to reach out to me on social media as well. If you would like to place an order as well, because I still do make custom orders so, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Jasmine. And again, everybody, we want to end on those main points that Jasmine shared, which was self-love and um, not feeling alone, but knowing that God is with you. And number and the most important part was to speak up. We have voices to speak up for ourselves and to also speak up for the voiceless. So make sure you all stay tuned. This episode will be dropping tomorrow. Bye, Jasmine. Thank you for um, joining again with us. Bye. Thank you so much. You're welcome. See you later, Queen. See you. Bye.